Hello, family, friends, fans, and fellow adventurers, and welcome back to Practical Heroes with our new campaign, Immortals, set in the entirely homebrew world of Eroth. Last time, Yuri woke up from being unconscious to find the rest of the party looking for Ethan, who had vanished through the ice. After all the searching came up inconclusive, you left some fairly obvious signs for him to follow, and then settled down for the rest of the evening to begin to discuss battle tactics. So back to battle tactics. Uh... Uh, I think I think maybe possible if so. Obviously, avoid violence to the best of our ability, but also don't take shit, and there won't be shit. I feel uh, maybe if tactic could be gun and me. You know, gun you help distract it dive dive and dodge punchy punch and while i come in too while we have a ranger and a controller you know out there. call it the old uh running rope gun <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> yes please i believe i believe coming up with some basic tactic outlines would be very beneficial yeah yeah i do i do like the run and gun concepts and having call outs for them works quite well. Alpha formation! So the, the run and gun is what? I run and also hit people? Is that the plan? Uh, well, the idea, I would say you would go in uh, with Yuri. Okay. Perfect. Get into the pit, my friend. How, uh, perhaps weaken their ability to block Yuri's punches. I could do my best. Cause or his very Republican wishes of thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Cause gun, I've, from what I could tell from fighting with you a little bit, with getting scrappy in it with you, is it seems like if me and you or you're near somebody, and you you, you go in, you you do a little more, you, you you hit a little harder. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's a thing or if I'm just imagining it, or if it seems like. If we, me and you stay close, it helps you. And then if you're on the other side, we corner him maybe, and then it helps me in the return. You know, that's, that's, that's the run. Again. Yeah, you I'll have kind of seen a few two. times where you've been on one side of them and Gunnok just slips behind and stabs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Takes I Takes mean, his time I definitely... to pick the area and then just runs him through. <laughs> I do a lot better when I'm fighting, either uh, from a place of being hidden or from a place of being uh, next to someone who's distracting them, or Perfect. I'm distracting so, them, depending on how you're looking at it. Perfect. So, so the run and gun will be either me or you going first to the whoever we're fighting, get their attention, and the other one of us will go like around behind them, the old run and gun, and while right. Seth and and Mary here, you know, kind of keep the area contained. I think. Apple Orchard, obviously. Take no prisoners. Wait, that was... no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Okay, no kill. And I'll do the shoot, shoot and scoot. That'll be mine. Yeah. I'll shoot and scoot. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll run to a new place. Perfect. Uh, I think, well, how about this, uh, Seth? If this would do well for you, what if we just try not to kill people what, like at all, and we just like specifically choose our shots to not kill them but just to like maim them permanently and <laughs> oh, leaving them crippled for the rest of their life right. that's, or, that's or like, a kindness uh, 
question. You know, threaten them to the point of like irreparable mental health issues for like years afterwards, something like what? setting up setting up into suffering. a situation where they will not follow us is preferable. A gun lurker, are you suggesting we just try to knock them out? Would have not. Well, I, I don't, what I mean, knocking you? them out is, is one thing. They usually wake up in like an hour or so and then they keep on coming. But like, if you cut the knees. Oh, oh, breaking legs. Gunnark, that. I am that, all right with that, brutality. I do you not. get so many cool points, Gunnark. I just want to say that is fucking hardcore. I'll run after you if do they got no knees. <laughs> do not get me wrong. No brutality, knees, no problems. I can. I can Brutality, I can absolutely abide. It's needless killing, for their life is not yours to take. But their knees so maybe are coconuts. absolutely mine to take, and I will take them. Yes, you may. <laughs> it's I, practical. I, I have like no. It. I have no I was, problem I was with trying you to having a collection of patellas. Kind of Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Mary, <laughs> beating me to it. <laughs> Okay, so I was, I was gonna wait plan. till this finished and go. You guys are sounding like uh, some pretty uh, practical, uh, practical misfits there. <laughs> It'll be like in Avengers. It just takes forever to. Yeah. <laughs> till finally, when the campaign ends, practical, and I won't say it to ruin it. <laughs> and what I, what I believe is, at the moment. They have taken something of mine, my friend. Right now, their lives. I imagine by now, as well, the, the conversation has kind of migrated inside the the drift. Yeah, we're sitting around the campfire. Yeah. The torch stuck in the middle of the. <laughs> okay, so right now, we're good to just. Absolutely. Okay, but then once we get Tino back, no more. I mean, you guys have seen what they've been doing to to towns I, I so far. <laughs> they have they have taken many a life that I do not believe was theirs to take. Therefore, their lives are forfeit. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so these bad people fully kill, but people who aren't them leave alive if we can. Right. Is that and, the, okay. right? Right. If unless there unless there is a need to kill them, do not kill them. I right. think. I think is what I would prefer. We're on the same page, I think. Okay. No needs for people who are outside of the cult. They don't Unless get their Unless we say needs. coconuts. Uh, and then the people who are in the cult, full dead. Okay. Full All dead. right. So Harbinger's total bananas. Yeah. Anybody no, else's to apples? Total apples. Total apples. <laughs> Harbingers are apples. So bananas. Don't kill bananas. Wait. Banana, <laughs> banana, banana is non is non lead. Bananas, uh, bananas is the kneecaps. Okay. Oh well, I got that all wrong. Okay. See, I'd have, I I'd have said it the other way around because then you could just be like, yeah, we just go bananas and kill them. <laughs> I had bananas with yes kill. Okay, so bananas is kill, kill yes, people. But, apple orchards, no killing. Yeah, Final all right. Answer. Mary's all right. flipping <laughs> through her notebook like, yeah, this okay. doesn't add up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we can definitely just get flashcards. Yeah. yeah, bananas is killing. Apples is no killing. You can see, kind of on the ground someone... next to Mary as well. She's got her bag, and then there's a couple of flashcards out on the bags that have your names written on them. <laughs> as a and then as a can... side note, uh, if I say coronation, look for the one with a crown on their head. Why don't you just They're say now crown? For us, uh, and 
Okay, coronation. Don't don't kill the crown person. Unless they attack you first. There's only so much I can force them to do. But if if they have a crown on their head, they are currently attempting to fight for our side. Okay. Alright, that makes sense. And you guys would have actually kind of caught this out the corner of your eyes as you were running towards the mines. Um, I can't remember what sort of timing it was and how many of you would have seen, but some of you definitely would have seen as you were running about half that crowd that was swarming the mines suddenly stopped as these crowns appeared above their heads, turned and started attacking the other harbingers. And you're like, oh, that was Seth! (laughs) Like I said, I, tr- I prefer to control the battlefield. Okay. Uh, In the- and just keep an ear out for me suggesting to someone. Kind of. I will always put that in the orders. If I suggest to someone something and they agree, probably don't kill them. <laughs> we can work or on hurt that. them. Okay, so no, do you want to... don't take the kneecaps from the people who you suggest something to. If they are acquiescing to what I have suggested. Okay. So do we need the signal if they are, right? Like, like guys, this is a... getting a lot of signals and a lot of codes, I'm gonna yeah, be honest. I think my, my head hurts. <laughs> We've got shoes and bananas running and apples and crowns or guns and I don't know. I will say, Gun, if me you are in the pit, if you need to be a little sturdier, let me know and my, my, uh, my, my, uh, other being friend can, can, uh, help me protect you a little bit. See the little you head just... poke out from behind his horns. Oh, no, way. I'm not talking to, oh, yeah, I'm not talking about Fleek, though. Okay. Uh, uh, I can, if you let me put a little faith, you know, covery of my religion, you'll be shielded a little well, bit. Fleek well, I guess it would be you were nice. talking about him. Totally good. Fleg's a good guy. This is Fleg, everybody. Uh, He's in his quasi form, by the way, now. Still like the happy bat noises as you. Yeah. (laughs) I wink at Fleg and just like, I see you. (laughs) (laughs) And Fleg, by the way, is like green with a few purple dots. Nice. Like little demon looking thing. (laughs) Okay, so Uh, no. uh, I think we've got a good plan for combat. Now, I do have to talk to you a little bit about uh, identity and what that <laughs> means to me. Uh, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some like questions a... about that, too. <laughs> Sounds like an infomercial. Identity and what it means to you. I, okay, so <laughs> you saw me turn I've into a big elf. Right, yeah, yeah. Big elf. Uh-huh. That's still me. Uh-huh. However... It is also absolutely not me, and we are two uh, different people. Uh. Following that, okay. <laughs> no, hold on, uh, uh. So, okay. What you're looking at right now is Gunnock. Is you? That's Gunnock. Okay. If okay. I'm the elf, Gunnock doesn't exist anymore. That's okay. it. Okay. All right, okay. I'm, pick- I'm picking up with the lady. If I'm the elf, I am Elian Kelrora. Okay. Elian Kalora? Kalora? Chlorine? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Did you just ch- did, did you change the yes. voice like that to yeah. you? Uh, okay, look, that you got to warn me, man. That freaks me out when you do that. Uh, follow up like, question. It, okay. If you're not that elf guy, 
and this is Gunark, that would mean that maybe there is a you that's not either of those. And what was with the creepy voice? And the, <laughs> I mean, not to say, okay, God, creepy is elf is elfy, and the No, Merida, it was 100% creepy. You're right. I'm glad somebody got it out in the open. Yo, it gave me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, with the, with the dark seeker. So is Gun, which one's the real you? Because, you know, we will love and accept you no matter who, which one is real you. Unless you are an elf. I'm just saying, but <laughs> oh, don't don't worry. I am no elf. Uh, I do not hold any love in my heart for elves uh, in particular. Well, I mean, uh, I've met some real nice ones. <laughs> come to Thistlewood sometime. I'm. I'll show you around. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, I am Gunnock. Technically, this is the real me. However, this is the first and longest time I have spent as Gunnock in years uh so currently this is me uh in thistlewood i was elian kelrora for years uh for, to, i'm assuming to protect yourself like to survive yeah yeah you could say that uh okay you got, you got to, I, I respect you. You got to do what you got to do, especially. I mean, yeah, you're renewing what you've been told as kind of stories yeah. about Thistlewood. It kind of checks out. Yeah, yeah, Thistlewood does not take kindly to outsiders. And so I made Let myself alone an insider. Uh, and that's why when I meet people like, uh, like Seth, your, your elven friend in, in Through Pass, mm, who yeah. is from Thistlewood. It cannot get out that I am not Elian Kelrora or I'm someone different. Uh, right now, Elian Kelrora, who is me, <laughs> is traveling to make trade connections across the the area in in Dragons End, especially. Ghana oh is also doing that for a different <laughs> reason. <laughs> I was now, about to ask. Uh, so many layers. Are they, they are intrinsically connected? Do, kind do of. the people who know you yeah. as Elian? Yeah, and oh, the many people know me as Elian. Yes, yes. Do those people also know of the existence of Oh, Dark? absolutely not. And if they did, me and probably so, all my family would die. All right. So that's. So the... what you were <laughs> saying. So what you're saying is while you are here, you don't necessarily need to discuss I'm gonna go take first watch my head hurts Yuri <laughs> <laughs> just walks out as please she's just unconscious <laughs> on your shoulder from the information <laughs> overload <laughs> while you are here you do not necessarily need to disguise yourself as Elian as the connection is unknown and Elian could just be between towns uh, traveling yes and no because here's the thing I have to people have to know that I traveled right if i showed up in yes. a town and nobody ever saw an elf who is seven foot tall it's not like any elf could have been <laughs> right, right, right. So i have to like you, you have to you have to show that elian is here right exactly just but right on a wall elian was can, here <laughs> basically. but for the most part you can exist as yourself yes it's and only then... when there's a risk of someone who is like an uh, an elven dignitary or some noble that might have connections to 
Thistlewood yes. that I have to be worried about potentially them noting the fact that I never saw uh, an elf of any like grand height or anything that would be extremely recognizable. Uh, so I have to when like when we get to each town, there has to be some moments where Elian is seen, so that in the case of someone following up on that, there is a trail for them to follow. That is a lot of work. Circling back to the creepy voice, not letting <laughs> that one go. Yuri pops his head and can I come back in now? <laughs> We're to the creepy voice oh, now. Oh, perfect! Yuri runs in and sits down. I'm so eager for this. Uh, I, I don't. I what? What do you want to know about? I, think, what, uh, I don't. Is that also you? Is that another you? Is well, how come you did that? So the voices I do, uh, I this is my actual voice here. You promise, you pinky swear. I, I suppose promise. you could say I'm more of a voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> but do you pinky swear? I pink, I pinky swear that this is my this giant voice. pinky comes yeah, towards up tiny <laughs> the size of your forearm. Uh, <laughs> I do it, little little. I think he promised this is my re this is who I really am. Okay. This is natural. Um, would you say you were born that way? I would say, baby, I was born this way. <laughs> uh, but when I turn into an elf, and that voice that I do with Elian, that was years of training and practice to perfect that. The other voices I do came along with that training of sometimes you need to convince people that you're different or that you have a little bit more oomph or a little less oomph than they might be thinking. And in the case of Lord Darkseeker, uh, sometimes you get a feeling that uh, someone is not going to be entirely comfortable with a normal Elian Kelroa, so you have to give them a little bit more of a a grovel than normal. Okay. Well, you can just be you when you're with us, and that's okay. I and I'm gonna take that. a nap now, cause, whew, that's a, that's a conversation we just had. <laughs> so, um, for the sake of brevity, you sort out how watches are going to go for the evening, and they all pass by uneventfully. I did some silent rolling while you guys were RPing <laughs> between yourselves and got absolutely zero encounters throughout the evening, which is nice I for I just want to note how I take what I take my watch by like posting up where I would normal where I'm going to be sleeping lean it, leaned up against the wall and just send Ed out and uh, Go blind have death. him fly in a high like have him fly in a high yeah. circle Nice and just easy. Sit there. <laughs> yeah. Curl up. You guys notice as like Yuri sleeps throughout his. He curls up with like Fleeg in his <laughs> chest as his little quasi form. Oh. Well, the quasits are very little... spiky, aren't they? <laughs> the, the, the punk rock. True. He's used to it. <laughs> Occasionally, you like sleep, and if there's a headboard on the bed, it curls one of those mohawk spikes around and pokes you in the eye. You're used to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's like, you know, when the, when the cat claws your face in the middle of the night. <laughs> it's all for love. Cool. So, yeah, so the, the watches, the night pass uneventfully, and you do wake up 
before crack of dawn, essentially, as you were planning. Um, it's that kind of in-between phase of the sun isn't starting to rise yet, but you're seeing those colours starting to merge in with the blacks of nighttime as the sun is starting to peekaboo up, but it's not quite properly rising yet. I, uh, I'm up, I'm ready, I've made tea and set it in front of everyone's sleeping space, and I am outside ready to go. It's leaning on the wall, sipping the tea. Yuri, just stretch it in, yawn a little bit. Oh, oh man, you know, sleeping in the, in the night house. I don't know if I'm a fan, guys. Like, I'll start kind of, like, lightly nudging Mary and Gunnark mm-hmm. a little bit. As you're well, like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I'm a fan. You kind of slip a little bit on the icy floor. No, no. <laughs> oh, Catch yourself. I like jungle. I like the desert. Yeah. Sata <laughs> feet are not made for this kind of terrain. <laughs> it's just constantly Bambi. Yeah. <laughs> a little, little arm shoots out of Mary's bag and grabs the tea and pulls it inside the bag. <laughs> and there's a... <laughs> While she drinks the tea, Yuri like picks up the like. Are you in your backpack thing? Is that what I'm understanding? <laughs> no, in her in her um, sleeping bag. Sleep, sleep oh, okay, bag. okay. I was gonna say Yuri will pick up where the hand like disappeared with the tea. Morning, Mary. Uh, you, you like your tea there? Yeah, I just need a. I, yeah, it's early. It's real early. Just need uh, a second. I, I do like the idea okay. though that she now has this massive backpack and she lines it with the sleeping bag and climbs inside. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I have. I <laughs> this is don't now what it really is. Use a sleeping bag because it's just for my legs. Uh, yeah. So I just have the tent pulled over like a blanket. He's, he's got like two sleeping bags. <laughs> he's cut the bottom of one open and sewn the two together. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna close it now, okay, Mary? Uh, uh, yeah. you, you come out on ready? You can see yeah, like the hair's a mess. <laughs> there's yeah. just two beady eyes staring it, yeah. at you. <laughs> I uh, I close it. I'm she just doesn't gonna hiss pat. because she's got tea. <laughs> if she didn't have tea, that might be a hiss. <laughs> I put the like the flat down. And I kind of like lightly pat where her head is. Uh, Gun, we need to get you something to cover your whole body. It's okay. I'm used to it. That doesn't mean you have to have to keep doing it. From the bag. It's called we it's have called blankets. Um, <laughs> From inside we got the blankets. <laughs> I, I actually exclaim, oh, Mary, do you smell that? Yuri, that's disgusting. And I use druid craft to create the smell of a skunk right next to Yuri. <laughs> and then I leave the ice house just, oh, my God, Seth, do oh, not Seth, go in there. Seth, it starts drifting out the hole in the top. <laughs> I did into it. the... I shout into the entrance. It was like, you have five minutes and I'm collapsing this snow bridge. <laughs> oh, but Mary, I promise that it wasn't me. Usually I claim it if it's me. <laughs> oh, you can oh. collapse the, the snow drift if he wants. Good luck tracking down your friend. <laughs> <laughs> she says, you're a bitch. Do it. <laughs> no balls. <laughs> As, <laughs> as you like, you look back at this snowdrift hut and where that hole was at the top, the smell's coming out of it and you wouldn't know. But it, it's like when you look at a, a surface on a hot day and you can see like the wavy oh, lines. Yeah. <laughs> That's how bad the stink is. <laughs> Mary's well, just I'll... got like a peg on her nose. <laughs> Doesn't care. 
climb out of my backpack, put my backpack on, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and head out the door. Uh, Thank you for the tea, Seth. You're Make sure to there's, grab my nuts. There's your cup back. It, I just used one of yours. Like, I just walked, like, as I was making the tea, I just walked over to everybody. So I was like, oh. Uh. <laughs> peeked in the bag. You can see Mary curled up asleep, reaches in, grabs the cup. <laughs> All right. Is my cup then? I have a cup. I'm going to, as I walk out behind Mary, I'm going to, like, locate Gunark and, uh, like, kind of, like, try as I'm, like, ducking down under the doorway to cast Thaumaturgy to, like, cause ominous whispers right around his head. Sure, yeah, Gunnar. Not... I mean, you're possibly not even actually, like, a stranger to this kind of thing, given where your powers come from, and you could just hear... But you're definitely... You've never heard those before. So it's a little unsettling, but at the same time... I yeah. speak into Yuri's mind and do the Mother same sound, fucker. just motherfucker, <sighs> but just directly <laughs> into his head. <laughs> like, do you say anything, or is it just the whispers? Just the whispers in your <laughs> head. Whatever he is hearing right. is just projected back. <laughs> Yuri just thinks it's totally his spell. Yeah. Still, like somehow it didn't work. Gunnox immune right. to magic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mary. I, I like the idea he cast this spell in Gunnar Castle. He's like, well, shit, these ain't the usual voices. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. I hear voices in my head, but this isn't usually one of yeah. them. Uh, all right, Mary. But which which way do we need to go? All right, here. Survival. Uh, I'm gonna do. That's my, a natural uh, twenty plus a four for too. my guidance. So it's the, uh, that's a twenty-eight. I believe, sirs, it is. So, yeah, that I mean, away. While Mary was taking watch <laughs> last night, you know, you, you, you did a bit of prep work. <laughs> and yeah. you'd, you'd started sussing a few things out. You'd noticed while you were on watch that a few of the branches in the trees have been knocked off. There's snapped twigs. And you were like, mental note, check that in the morning. This morning, you're looking through all of them. You're like, yeah, they definitely went this way. <laughs> Without a doubt. And you can see as well, actually, I'd say with a 28, there is a definite area about halfway through this kind of foresty, in inverted commas, area that looks like a very large tortoise had fallen on its shell and just been dragged. <laughs> oh. All right. Thank you, Ambriel. Guys, it is this way. Here we go. I'm going to predict the weather again mm -hmm. um, as we go. Still clear and that presence of the snow drift that you were detecting within maybe the next few days, you're getting at the edge of that 24 hours. Okay. Uh, we're going to have some snow in, a, in about a day, so just get prepped for that. Are you, are you fortune teller? Like, can you tell, if you can tell, the, if you're telling me the, about the, the, can you tell my fortune too? I like, know everything. <laughs> I can absolutely tell you fortune. I'm very proficient in doing so, actually. It was one of my main hobbies that I did in Thistlewood. Yes, and? <laughs> <laughs> I can. 
No, Yuri totally believes you because uh, he's also not necessarily the most intelligent person. Um, I'll remember that because fortune, fortune doesn't mean need to. I, I need to shorten yeah, time we'll, a bit we'll, now, we'll maybe later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as yeah. Mary and Seth start. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we we need to we need to catch up. Gone. I start uh, drafting how how I'm gonna get this to go on for the longest period of time possible, <laughs> as is my way. It's that meme where all the equations are popping up while they're thinking, while the numbers yeah. flying around. I mean, a minus a minus one to intelligence, just <laughs> just so you know. Yuri's uh, um, gonna start ca- trying to catch up to him. Cool. So you were. Uh, Mary is leading the way very, very successfully, and I'll say with the 28 in survival, this time as you're going, every now and again Mary just stops and kind of points off into the distance and you see groups of wolves, single wolves, that kind of thing, (laughs) passing by, not necessarily always near, but sometimes close enough that it could potentially be an issue, you don't know how close that winter wolf had been and for how long. and this time, basically any possible encounter gets pointed out by Mary <laughs> with a combination of her high passive perception and a pretty great um, survival role. And after about a couple of hours of tracking, um, you start to see Mary definitely because you're keeping an eye to the ground the first thing that catches your eye is there's like the shaft of a crossbow bolt but a very small crossbow bolt sticking out of the snow and then you keep going and there's another one and then there's one in a tree and there's like a, a, a body half buried by snow you can just see some legs sticking out <laughs> oh a body all right i go dig out the body Okay. You uh, and- you brush the snow away, and it's wearing one of the harbinger masks that you saw. All right. Yeah. So you are a total banana. So that's fine. Uh, Buries it again. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, tiny it's crossbow bolts. Multiple oh. crossbow bolts sticking out the throat, the abdomen. <laughs> uh, cr- crude crossbow bolts, would you say? Fairly crude. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh Um, And then you carry on another maybe 20, 30 feet. And as you're walking along, you're like, I can see this strange log maybe sticking out. And as you get closer, you realize it as a log. It's sideways, suspended by ropes and pressed up against a tree. And you're like, that's a bit strange. And as you look at the tree, there's just a smear (laughs) in between the slight gap between this log, this roped log and the tree itself, which has been dented from impact. Crude traps, crude crossbow <laughs> bolts. I believe, fellows, that we have come across evidence of uh, the, uh, the aforementioned kobolds. I was thinking Goliath, but you know, <laughs> yes. now that you say it, I think yeah. you're right. You think Hammerfist was here? <laughs> No, no, the kobolds. Like... <laughs> I'm charging out oh, the trees. Oh, you no. cold? <laughs> Co- kobolds, I, I don't... 
would Yuri be familiar oh, with footballs at all? Probably, okay. yeah. And and Falchi's even. Yeah. Or I guess we also the other continent probably had him anyway. Yeah, I'd I'd yeah. say to be perfectly honest, it's probably more rare that they're on the Halidor Isles than anywhere else because yeah. they oh, are okay. lizard-like. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Oh, you, you mean the tiny lizard dudes? Yeah, because you're you're used yeah. to lizard folk and things like that, and they yeah, probably okay. complained about kobolds. Oh, you mean. And, you, well, you mean the little, you mean the little red like lizard dragon looking guys? Yeah, they definitely prefer to be called like dragon than lizard. Uh, okay, cause, noted. Because uh, I technically I, I know I get. Cool. <laughs> I part. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tell me about the tell, tell me who you know. Oh, it's uh, he's a kobold. Uh, he's uh, his name is Iak Iak. Yak Iak. Iak Iak. He like uh, he he says it like Iak Iak like a it's, okay. yeah. So um, the e the e is more pronounced. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. And instead of just being straight red, he's like red and gray, kind of modeled. And uh, he's a bit of a well, he calls himself a, a junk shaman, but really he just kind of looks like a trash pile. Don't tell him I said that. But sometimes, you know, they travel down to Edgecrop, and I've I, you know I've done a little bit of trading with him. He's he's all right, mostly all okay. right. I've. I've partied with a few little little guys before. Yeah, when I, I, was, I don't know when that I, I party. They make yeah. excellent roadies. They they party so good at rigging so up lighting. Like you would be surprised. Like you you think gnomes are good at setting up stuff. Oh yeah. You need to you need to get trust me. Get a pack of get a pack of the small dragon guys. Oh, you'll be I mean, you'll be next level. He could do some arch- some handy stuff. I've I've seen you know. But I yeah, don't probably, know if like he's from here or if he travels. I don't needed, know how much he travels. I imagine like a, a small team of kobolds could probably do as good a job as gnomes. It might be a bit more crude, but it's as good a job and probably a hell of a lot cheaper because it is super crude. So Yuri probably has so much experience with kobold roadies. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I thought uh, those things were just pests. I didn't know they were like... <laughs> Uh, the, uh, well, I mean, the, the, the small things, you're a, you're a pest, you know? I don't know. know the, and at this well, point, like, you're bigger than them. At this point in the conversation, you see, um, I do believe I do have a description almost. Yeah. So it's usually, from the looks of it, quite well hidden in this foresty area. Um, the entrance seems to almost be like a cave mouth. Um, and it's the kind of thing of you'd see it and be like, oh, hey, it's probably some sort of cave. And looking through it, it's quite well lit from just the outside light. And looking at it, you'd think that normally just walking past, you'd just see the sheer wall at the back and see it's naturally hollowed out to about 15 foot deep. And that's about it. However, as you're getting closer, you can see one of the side walls of this cave has just been completely blown in, very similar to what happened to the interior of the mine in Dragon's End. And you can Do we see, all see this? Yeah, all of you. And as you're getting closer, you can see littering the ground is a few bodies of those harbingers. There are three kobold bodies that are just like scattered across the entrance of the cave, various entrails and body parts that it could have belonged to absolutely anyone but there are three very definite very murdered kobolds at the entrance to the cave which kind of show like more of a feeble attempt to hold back these forces before the wall was blown open okay. uh, you know uh, 
going forward, I, uh, you know, if you guys haven't noticed, I'm a pretty charismatic guy. Do we want to go in this with the new techniques? I'm able to, you know, weave some words and kind of keep all eyes on me if we want to. Uh, I could enthrall them with my with my stories if uh, if you wanted to wear for about a minute or so. I can't do it very long, but if we wanted to maybe sneak around a little bit, if we run into trouble like that, you could send me out front. I'll help distract a little bit, get everyone in place, you know, while they focus on what I'm trying to say. If that wants to be a maybe thing we keep in mind going forward into this this mind. I uh, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, but if the the harbingers of bananas are down there, we we should probably help the kobolds. I mean, yeah, I know so they can cause a ruckus. Help kobolds at, I, at, I, I at this point. Help the kobolds as well. Um, you've probably reached like that actual entrance of the cave, and you can see that hole that's been blown open that you saw from the distance has been, from the looks of it, I imagine Mary would probably ascertain, um, fairly recently blocked up by like stones, boulders, rocks, anything that will fit. There's bits of blankets crammed in, anything that looks like it will block that. I'm going to use oh. disguise self and turn myself into a nine foot two kobold dragonborn <laughs> my god okay very uh, stretched kobold yeah basically a dragonborn uh yeah. i'm gonna <laughs> use the coloration that i see with the bodies mm -hmm. uh around and then uh for like the attire i'm wearing i'm gonna also kind of like look at what they're wearing and then just make like nice fancy versions of that so Fancy in terms scraps. of yeah, in terms of what they're wearing, <laughs> it is scraps. Um, it looks like anything. It looks like they could piece together. Some of them is quite clearly handmade. One of them is literally wearing like an empty sack of flour. It it like you can tell because it says flour upside down. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so mine is scraps of clothing, all like mismatched together. But all of the clothing that the scraps are taken from was like very nice clothing okay. is what i'll do mm -hmm. and uh hey i could do like a shower of sparks behind you to make you look extra <laughs> uh impressive i don't know why that would come in handy but i'm gonna do it right now because it looks impressive <laughs> yep yep <laughs> see i i Yuri <laughs> uses note for future uses. mitch editing insert magic chimes noise <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I will uh, look to Yuri and say, I'm all for a little uh, subterfuge. <laughs> little razzle-dazzle. Give them the old razzle-dazzle. That's, oh, that's, that's one of our, This is one of our things now. That's a, is that our code? That's a code. That's no, it's not, it's, code. Not the, it's not the code. I think it's a code. It's definitely a code. As the sparks like first shine the first time, uh, Yuri's going to make the sound of a raven cry really loud, like just perfect timing. Mm -hmm. As he strikes the pose and everything, just ah! <laughs> okay. I, I turned to him. Why did you use magic? I have a raven on my shoulder. 
<laughs> don't tell me how to live my life, okay? <laughs> don't, don't, don't oppress me, my friend. And just cause or croaks as ravens do. I was going to say, it's not even like uh, Seth would have to make a check to realize what bird it was. He's very familiar with the sound of a raven. <laughs> so, so we, uh... you're, you're stood at the, the mouth of this cave and you can't, other than that blocked up <laughs> hole, really see much else. Do we want to try and clear the hole then? Thank you so much for listening. Remember, the easiest way to find all of our links is at practicalheroes.com. Please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash practical heroes to help us to continue to deliver awesome content and start to raise production quality. All money goes straight back into our shows. If you're hungry for more Practical Heroes D&D, why not check out our weekly livestream on Fridays at 9pm EST, Voldonia by Starlight, over on Twitch and YouTube. That's all for now, remember to share us with your friends, and we'll see you next time.